You're listening to the Client Magnet Marketing Podcast, and I'm your host, business coach and marketing mentor, Whitney Barbary. On these episodes, I'm going to dive into all things marketing and the mindset you need to become a client magnet that creates clients and cash on repeat. You ready to make six figures together? Let's go. What's going on, Courageous Hearts? Hey, before we start the episode, I just want to apologize ahead of time for the sound quality of this episode. I'm not in my normal spot where I record, so there may be um, not a... There may, there may be some white noise in the background. That's the word I'm looking for, so I apologize for that. But it, this was not something that I felt like could wait until I could set up a time to be in my office and have everything quiet have my husband watching the dogs because our puppies are being so wild since we brought our new puppy home. It's like our girls, we just have, they're so calm and they're so chill and they're potty trained and it only took us maybe six months to be able to leave them home by themselves and not have to lock them up in a kennel. And now that we've brought this new puppy home, we got a new Yorkie for our daughter for her 16th birthday. They totally reverted to... Um, I don't know. It's almost like they're in terrible twos or something, but now they're like back to going potty in the house. They're chewing things up whenever we're not at home and they're running around and they're wrestling and they're loud and they're barking at everything outside of the front door. And it has become quite a situation at our house. I feel like I have multiple toddlers running around that I constantly have to keep an eye on. Uh, This is a topic that I have been thinking about a lot and I keep saying to myself, you need to do a podcast on that. You need to do a podcast on that. And then other things come up that I think take precedence, but this came up again today and I just thought, you know what? This doesn't even have time to wait for you to get back to the office. You need to do a podcast on this now because it's, the problem is it's plaguing so many of my clients and they don't even notice it. That's what is so unfortunate about it. And so Today is going to be classic Whitney. It's going to be that blend of kick in the pants and a hug at the same time. So you're going to feel a little bit like I kicked you in the pants, but then where the hug comes in is that if you recognize this in yourself, that's great because that means that you can now stop doing it. But what I really want to talk about today is this concept that you can't be a... Um, resistant. You cannot be a resistant buyer, but think that you're going to be a successful salesperson. And for those of you that cringe every time anybody says the word sales, I have news for you. If you have a business, you are a salesperson by default. You are always selling something. The problem that I see so many entrepreneurs run into is they are very resistant to buying things. They are not really good buyers. They're resistant to buying things. They, um, I gosh, I I wish there was another word. It's not even that they're bitter about buying things, but they're, they're almost jaded and they're very resistant and they feel maybe not bitter, but they feel resentful when they buy things that they almost show up as if someone is making them buy things. So here's what I mean by that. If you have a lot of thoughts about selling, if you see sales, when someone is selling you something, if you feel like it is somebody manipulating you into buying something that you don't really want, 
you are then going to go into trying to sell your own offers from a place of thinking that you're bothering them and that you're selling them something they don't really want. So I hear a lot of talk amongst entrepreneurs, sometimes with my clients, where they'll say things like, well, I just put the price out there because I always want to know the price up front. I don't like getting on sales calls and having people pressuring me into buying things. So then they feel like they always have to give their prices up front, which that's a whole other podcast that I'm going to do. I do not recommend that. If you are under $100,000 in your business, minimum under $100,000 in your business, please, 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 please do not be putting your prices out. I don't have time to go into that, but you are not good enough. You are not good enough of a salesperson yet that you can be putting your prices out. You're not good enough at explaining and articulating the value of what you're, you're offering with your words. You're not good at articulating the value of why someone should pay you with your words. So the last thing you want to do is just be putting your prices out there. But I have, I'll hear, and actually I just saw this thread inside of Courageous Heartpreneur. We have a private Facebook community and I saw some of my clients kind of going back and forth in the DMs and they were saying that, yep, I, you know, I just did a webinar and I always put my prices, I just put it out there because People want to know the prices up front and I'm not going to waste my time getting on calls with people that can't afford me. And so I just give the prices up front, but then she was upset. No one had booked a call with her and there were other people that were commenting and they were saying, yeah, totally. I always just put my prices out there because I don't like when people hide their prices. I feel like they're being secretive and I feel like they're being deceptive. Well, here's, here's the problem with that. When you look at salespeople And that's anyone that's selling something. So when you're following other people that you're considering buying from, and when they don't put their prices out up front, and when you have to get on a sales call with them or their team, or you have to fill out an application, when you think to yourself that that's wrong and they shouldn't be doing that because it's manipulative and they're being secretive and that's wrong, you have a lot of negative thoughts about selling in general. This is just a really sneaky way because you're like, no, I don't have a problem with selling. I just have a problem with people that don't put their prices up front. I think that they're hiding something. So then what's going to happen is you're going to look at the way other people sell and you're going to assume that the way other people sell is wrong and that salespeople are sneaky and that salespeople are slimy and that they're just trying to trip you up. And you may think that it is mutually exclusive to this one circumstance of just putting the prices out, but it's not. This tells me that you have a very judgmental brain towards sales in general and that you assume all salespeople are dirty and slimy and wrong and and are hiding things and are being secretive and are just trying to manipulate people. And so I see little things like that. And so they actually don't know this, but we have, so we have a Monday call, which is Mindset Mondays inside of Courageous Heartpreneur. And then we have Wednesday calls, which are winning Wednesdays. Those are with me. And then the first few minutes of the call, I always have like a wits wisdom moment. And so this coming week, we're going to be talking about why none of them should be putting their prices out front because none of them are making $100,000 in their business. Um, that is for people in my mastermind. Those are the ones that were trying to grow to, to a six-figure business. So they don't know that 
Wits Wisdom this Wednesday is going to be talking about not putting their prices up front. I'm digressing. What this told me in the conversation is that they have some thoughts about people that don't put their prices out up front and they think it's wrong and they think it's manipulative, which tells me that they think sales is wrong and manipulative in general. Here's where I'm bringing all this home to my point. If you are someone that feels very resistant to being sold to, if you are someone that you just want to know the price up front, you don't want to get on a sales call, you think that sales calls are just for people that are trying to pressure you into buying something. If you read other people's posts on social media and you think to yourself, oh God, like all they ever talk about is that thing they're selling. If you're having thoughts like that, you're not really a good buyer. You're going to have a hard time being a good salesperson. Your beliefs about sales will show up a hundred percent when you're selling. And I don't just mean on consults and sales calls. I mean, even you posting on social media, even when you're in the DMS, when people are asking about what you're selling, You're going to feel like you're bothering the other person with what you're selling and they're going to pick up on that and they're not going to buy. Also, if you are somebody, especially when you're looking to hire coaches or you're buying um, courses or you're buying group coaching programs, if you are somebody that has the thought of, okay, well, I just paid this coach $5,000 so they better get me results or else and you're not taking responsibility, you have radical, something that I teach inside of Courageous Heartpreneur is that we have to take radical responsibility. You are the one that's responsible to get what you came for in any coaching container, whether it's a course or a group program or one-on-one. You are the one that decides if you get what you came for not the coach, you. Now, is the coach responsible to deliver on what they said they were going to deliver on? Yes, 100%. But if you are somebody that buys something from a coach, and then your thought is, and it doesn't even matter if it's a coach. I mean, it could be a copywriter. It could be a web designer. It could be a graphic artist. It could be a photographer. If you have this idea in your head that because you've paid them, They now owe you their life and they owe you results. And if you don't get the exact results that you think that you should get in the time frame that you think that you should get them, you're going to make a big stink about it and you're going to go to them and you're going to ask for their, your money back. And you're going to tell everybody on social media that you didn't get the results that you were promised. If you are that person, you're not going to be able to sell because you're going to feel, well, here's what's going to happen. You're going to attract people that expect the same from you. And you're going to feel a lot of pressure on your sales calls from this other person to deliver way above and beyond what you're even promising because they're going to be thinking, well, if I'm paying you a couple hundred or a couple thousand dollars, you now owe me your life. And if you are that person that thinks because you hired a coach, they now should respond to every single request for coaching in the DMs and every single request for coaching in the Facebook group. And they better call on you on every single group call and they better respond to every email and they better get you every single result that you want in the three months that you're working with them or else you're going to have a hard time selling because you're going to carry that belief system 
you're going to carry that attitude into a sales conversation and you're going to think that every person that you sell, you owe that to. That's going to make you actually resistant to sales is because you're going to feel a lot of pressure to deliver on things and you're going to feel very responsible and you're going to feel like you have to be easily accessible to all of your clients and customers all of the time. So I really want you to take a good hard look at the kind of buyer that you are. How do you show up to sales conversations? How do you look at people that are selling something? Who are you in the buying process? If you are somebody that gets on someone's website and you want to apply for their program and you find out that you're going to have to fill out an application to work with them and you instantly get annoyed by that, you need to ask yourself why. Those people are putting things in place for a reason. If you're annoyed by their sales process, you can't expect to attract anything less than people that are annoyed by your sales process. I really want you to hear me on that. How do you view sales? Are you the person that goes to the car lot to look at cars and immediately gets annoyed when you get approached by a salesperson? If you are, that tells me that you have a lot of negative thoughts around sales. And I promise you, promise you, promise you, you're carrying that stuff over into your own business. And you assume that people are annoyed with you anytime you show up and sell something. Like there's really no way to get around this. I promise you that it is showing up for you all the same. Who are you in a sales process? How do you look at people that are selling something? How do you show up? Think about this. How do you show up to sales calls and discovery calls? Are you incredibly guarded? Are you very short with the other person? Do you assume that they're just going to try to con you into something that you don't really want to buy? Like who are you in the sales process? Because you're going to attract people that show up just like you do. And so when my clients come to me and they're like, wait, I need help. I've had five consults in the last month and all five of them basically told me that they couldn't afford to hire me. I kid you not, almost every single time, almost every single time, because I know my clients. I'm usually, for the most part, in conversation with most of my clients either on a consult or in the DMs before they buy, answering questions and stuff. Like I answer all my own emails, all my own DMs, all of that. And so what's interesting is as soon as they say that to me, I always say, well, here's what's fascinating. Because when you and I talked, one of your biggest reservations to coming into the program, actually really for most of them, it's the only reservation they have for coming into the program is that they say to me, I can't afford this program right now. And I'm like, so it's so fascinating that yes, you are here now, but one of the biggest objections you're getting is people saying that they can't afford, can't afford, can't afford to hire you, can't afford to buy what you're offering. Because yes, even though you came into this program, that tells me that you still have a lot of thoughts around money and money scarcity and that hiring coaches is not a need and it's a luxury. You have a lot of thoughts that 
spending money on coaching is frivolous. And so you're attracting a lot of people that also think spending a lot of money on coaching is frivolous. Like, so a prime example of this is I was on Facebook. I kid you not. It was maybe two days ago. And I saw this woman, I don't know her personally, but I do know that she's a business coach. And it was so fascinating because she had written this entire post about how she had been looking to hire a, um, a coach to, I don't remember what she was wanting to coach for. I don't remember if it was like a mindset coach or a marketing coach or a business coach, but she was wanting to hire a coach. And one of the things that she said was, I finally found a coach that was affordable And that was within my budget because I don't believe you should go into debt to hire a coach. And I thought, oh my gosh, like this is so fascinating. This is a business coach literally saying out loud that she was so proud of herself for finding another business coach that was actually affordable. So I don't know what this coach charges. I don't know exactly what her money mindset is, but I can tell you this was a really, really good look into her money mindset. And I thought to myself, I don't know how much money she's making, but I can almost guarantee that she's, she is under earning for sure. How do I know she's under earning? Well, I know she's under earning because she's out here looking for coaches that are quote unquote affordable. So I can promise you that she is attracting potential clients and getting on consults with people that just want an affordable coach because she has a thought that coaches should only be affordable, that they should be within our budget. And that basically when you say, I only want a coach that's within my budget, what you're saying is I don't really care about quality. I just want someone that's quote unquote affordable and that's within my budget and I'm not willing to stretch myself to get the help that I need if I know a coach could help me. So what I assume she's saying is if she were to find a coach that she knew for a fact could deliver amazing results, it doesn't matter how bad she wants the results. She's only going to hire a coach that's affordable. I would label her as a sketchy buyer, as a not so great buyer. And so what I'm saying is if you guys feel like you're constantly getting on consults with people that say, well, I don't really have time for coaching right now, or I coaching's just not something that I can afford to be spending money on right now, or you high, or you're getting clients that you can tell are going to be very demanding, or maybe you're getting into the coaching relationship with someone and then finding out that they're very demanding, you know, like you'll have clients that will pay you and then say, well, I just paid you $2,000, so I better get results. And they're wanting you to do all of the work. If it happens once, it's what we call an outlier, an outlier. If it's happening over and over and over again, if it's happening three or four or five times in a row, or not even, it doesn't have to be in a row. If it's happening multiple times, like if you're kind of noticing a pattern where, gosh, everybody that comes to me feels like coaching is just a luxury and it's just not something they should be spending money on. Or everybody that comes to me feels like because they paid me that I now owe them my firstborn child, whatever that is, you have to look at, is that how I look when I, like, is that how I show up when I buy something? Is is my potential clients, like are my potential clients just reflecting my own mindset back to me? And I can almost guarantee you that the answer is yes. If it's happening, if you see, if you notice something happening three or more times in a pretty short time span, I can promise you 
Your potential clients are just reflecting your own mindset back to you. I can guarantee you that. And it's okay. It's something we can get coaching on. But what I would really recommend that you do is take a minute when you get done with this podcast. I'm pretty much done. I would go write out all the thoughts that you have about being sold to. Like, how do you feel about being sold to? I would go write all the thoughts you have about being sold to. I would have all the thoughts you have about salespeople. Any negative thoughts that you can think of about selling, about salespeople, about you as the salesperson, about other people as the salesperson, about buying things, I want you to go write out all of those things and I really want you to take a good look at them. And I want you to ask yourself also, how do I feel when I get on sales calls? How do I feel when I get on consults? How do I show up? What am I thinking about the other person? What am I thinking about their sales process? Because I promise you, that is showing up for you in your own business with the people that you're attracting and you will continue to attract those people. You're not gonna get out of it. And so you're never going to be able to be a bad, a bad buyer, but be a really successful salesperson. It's just not going to happen. And anytime my clients come to me and we coach on this a lot, a lot, a lot inside of Courageous Heartpreneur, anytime my clients come to me and they're having a hard time selling, whether it's just getting people onto sales calls or they're having a hard time converting their sales calls or their consults, we always unravel some thought that they have about selling or about sales or about the value of their offer. It's some kind of mix inside of that. So you, again, I preach this, I preach this, I preach this, and my clients will tell you, you are always the first domino. You're always the first domino. You're always the first thread. You're always the first layer of the onion that we're gonna have to pull back to figure out why you're creating the results that you're creating in your business right now, whether they're good or bad. And so I really, this, this is more like less of a um, how-to podcast and I'm giving you really less of like a how-to to walk away with. This is more of a, a being conscious or more of an awareness podcast. As you go out into the world and as you show up in sales conversations or you're noticing other people selling, like I just really want you to be very aware of how you feel about other people when they're selling, how you show up to sales conversations, how you show up to consults, how you feel about the way that other people show up and sell. Even notice how you feel when you go to the mall, right? And you walk past the perfume, um, the little perfume kiosk. What do you think about those people? How do you feel when you walk into the Macy's shoe department and then they immediately pounce on you and ask you if you need help? Like what comes up for you? And just notice the kind of people that are popping up in your DMs or the kind of people that are getting on consults with you. What kind of people are you attracting? How are you thinking about other people that are selling? Just really, I want you to take this awareness and when you notice it, there's no shame because you guys know in my world, it's a no shame zone. I just want you to notice certain things and think, oh, that's so fascinating. Where's that coming from? Is that serving me? Is that maybe are those thoughts that I have about other people and their sales process, could that be why I'm creating the results that I'm creating in my business? Could that be why I'm attracting the people that I'm attracting in my business? And just carry that awareness with you. 
And then also, if you want help with your mindset and you want help with a having a soulful selling process so you don't have to feel pushy and you don't have to feel salesy and you don't have to feel spammy, we do that inside of Courageous Heartpreneur. Unfortunately, the doors just closed yesterday and they won't open again till June, but you can head to the link down in the show notes and you can get on my waiting list. I highly, highly, highly suggest that you get on my waiting list because you will be the first to know when the doors open up in June. And not only that, you are going to be getting super, super, super valuable emails between now and June when it opens that are actually going to help you create the $2,000 that you'll need to join the program. So that's one of the benefits on being on the wait list for Courageous Heartpreneurs. It's a $2,000 program. It's a lifetime access program, so you only pay the $2,000 one time. But when you're on the wait list, I actually give you the steps that you need to create the $2,000 to get into the program. So it is a win-win. So go get on that waiting list. I will see you on the waiting list. And then I'll see you inside of the program in June. But actually, I'll see you here next week for another episode of the podcast. Bye. Hey, I want to personally invite you to join my Courageous Heartpreneur program. This is the exact container you need to learn how to become a client magnet and then market yourself in such a way that you create clients and cash on repeat. If you're ready to up-level your marketing and sales so you can stop chasing clients and actually have the business of your dreams, this is the program for you. Head to the show notes and you can get all the details and get enrolled and I'll see you inside.